welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. Uh, this is episode eight. No, this is yeah, this is eight. This is episode eight. eight, 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 eight yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, man. This is your host, Kenny. Yeah, this is Eli. And today, man, we got a, a pretty special guest with us today. Um, for this guest today, I've known him for quite a few years now. Um, but over the years, I've just been amazed with his uh, his work as far as when it comes to his photography work. Um, just being a- just being able to ca- capture certain capture certain things in like different elements, whether it's um, live at concerts, whether it's for like models in a studio, whether it's celebrities. Um, he, I mean, this man does it all. Uh, so I'm gonna let my guest go ahead and introduce himself. Appreciate that introduction. Uh, my name is Quentin Felder. Uh, I have an alias Third Concept. I am a photographer, um, born and raised, or oh, excuse me, raised in Virginia, born in Florida. Um, currently living in New York in Brooklyn for the last three years, trying to continue to break past those glass ceilings. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. So you're in New York. How? What's the scene report out there right now? How's it going? Oh man, um, it's been tough, you know. Uh, it's just like a, a new world we're navigating through. Um, and truthfully, as of late, things have been picking up. I've been reaching out to a lot of people, and people have been getting back to me. So I actually have some things in the works now. And um, I've kind of like in the last two months took a, a little hiatus from like social media well not entirely like really feeling like i need to post and everything um but i have a series of familiar faces that i'm continuing continuing to work on uh and i have some new stuff coming soon for that so yeah so all right so basically how we quarterback this thing pretty much how the interview is going to go we're going to start off just something a little light stuff uh basically like where you were originally born and then Basically, like, where were, what were your, like, early influences growing up? Well, first, tell us is exactly where you're from in Florida, because I know you said you were originally born in Florida, right? So, uh, I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh come from a military background. I Surprisingly, you know how most military families, they move a lot. Like, yeah. there wasn't too many states I lived in. When I was born, I was in Florida, and from there, I went to Virginia Beach, and that's where I was raised. Uh, we moved to Northern Virginia in Woodbridge for like maybe a year and a half for uh, my dad's work. And, and then we're like back in Virginia Beach, Chesapeake area. And that's all I really experienced. My my brother experienced South Carolina, which is where my parents are from. Uh, and then he experienced Florida a little bit. But we didn't really travel as much as like the, the typical or at least what people expect military families to do yeah no so. for sure i uh i come from a military family too and it's the same thing it was virginia and we moved to hawaii for a few years but then we moved right back and that was it yeah so yeah <laughs> how long were people you expect you to people expect you to move to san diego then to virginia and then to florida then yeah uh, i was one place and that was back and that was it hey, yeah same for me here like i'm originally from like san diego california but like my dad was in the military so we ended up moving here and everything of uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, to be exact. Um, and then yeah, just been here ever since. So I definitely know the feeling just coming from a military background, just the moving aspect and everything. So it's definitely different. Um, so growing up in Virginia, like what was like some of your early like just influence when it comes to photography? Like so, what was that moment for you? So I know a lot of people who are photographers. They'll say, "Oh, I first picked up a camera when I was like five or six or something like that." What was that first instinct for you to be like? 
oh wow, this is something I'm like interested in, like at an early, early age. So for me, it was actually pretty late. I didn't start until what my what tenth or eleventh grade. Oh, wow. uh, I had a project and um, I needed a camera, and one of my good friends had a camera. He let me borrow it. I took some pictures, and at that moment, I was just like, "Oh wow, I kind of like this." And um, you know, of course, I had to give him his camera back. But he still let me borrow it from time to time until I could actually get my own. Mm. And um, eventually, I I got my own Nikon. And of course, you know, I started just shooting things, just like a rock on the ground, a leaf <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like everybody has that type of starting point. But uh, from there, I I just really became more consumed in it, and. Um, I started to expand, like, of course, through, like, social media, I was able to, like, really understand people. Like, most people would probably be, they would look down on this, but I didn't really study, like, quote-unquote, the greats when Mm -hmm. I was younger. Um, I just, I think it was just because I was always on the internet and stuff like that. So, I'm going to be honest, like, social media was something for me when, like, going through high school that... It was just like a learning field for me. That and Tumblr. Oh, yeah. I was like, Tumblr, and I'm like, yo, how 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 are people getting these shots? Like, this is like amazing, blah, blah, blah. And um, yeah, and even still, I was still just shooting things. Um, and then one day, uh, I found a photographer by the name of Raymond Croft, mm. and um, he has been shooting portraits for me, I'm sure. And at that moment, I was just like, dang, shooting pictures of people might be kind of fun. Mm. And in that whole time frame, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, Dexter Cohen, he was someone who was always there. Like, he was like my mentor through the entirety. Even to this day, I can call him and I'm like, yo, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on with his life. And uh, he'll always assist me. Uh, he was shooting portraits and... At that moment, I had like the perfect platform for me to, like, I was able to reach out to Raymond and he, like, oh, I don't want to say it. he uh, accepted me with open arms. Mm-hmm. And I had like two people I could go to to, like, kind of understand what it takes to be a portrait photographer. Um, like, one of the biggest things they both taught me early on is that you don't need the the uh, the best equipment to take a great photo or whatever it's just all about your skill your eye um and how you're viewing things uh but yeah that's really how it started for me and you know i was in virginia for a while shooting and shooting and shooting and it just kind of got to the point where it's just like i want more right. and uh working with uh, pacers uh back in the day right. Right. uh you know we would take trips and stuff go to new york go to la and then traveling enhanced all of that for me because it was just like wow like imagine what i can do when i'm out here like using this scenery or that scenery like new york has this grungy feel la has this like cool calm relaxed feel mountains and whatnot and uh yeah i just kind of put it all together and just kept going wow yeah yeah that was wow well said <laughs> so you live in new york now you live in brooklyn you said Right. Okay. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, when did you make that move? Like, what? Three years. I think I moved here March twenty 
7th of 2018. Okay. So I'm actually coming up on my three-year mark uh, this month, which is pretty exciting. Um, you know, that type of move for anyone can be nerve-wracking. I feel like, you know, everybody's not necessarily scared, but, like, you know, it's a big risk that you got to take. And, um, I mean, I came up here with $400, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but I had some really good friends here that were welcoming enough to keep me in their home for two months. And then after that two months was up, I just ended up getting an apartment. Uh, I came here with the job, uh, just yeah. so people don't think, oh, I right. came here, <laughs> got rolling and it was straight photography. No, nah, I had to, I had to work. Um, I was just working at a Levi's on 34th street mm. and, um, from there, I started working at Kinfolk. You worked at, wait, what did you say? At Kinfolk. You worked at the legendary Kinfolk? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. you know what's Yo, RIP Kinfolk, man. RIP. So, so what sucks about it, though, I, um, like, everyone was always telling me that I came so late. Like, not saying, like, it was a bad place or anything. It was right. a great place still. But there was so much stuff that they did prior to me coming there. And they would, like, you know, they would have loved for me to be able to experience that stuff because they know that uh, coming from Virginia, I don't get to experience things like that. Uh, but, no, they, they took me with welcome arms as well. Um, I was just working there on the weekends, actually. Uh, you know, I wanted to do some photography work there. Uh, it Took some time, but it got to the point where I became PR and social coordinator over there. And uh, I was, like, shooting, like, most of the products and stuff like that, uh, working on campaigns with them. Like, we did some stuff with Adidas, uh, did some stuff with Umbro, uh, High Sobiety. So the space was actually a – so you had the, the clothing boutique. Mm. Then you had a, a cafe. Yeah. And additionally, there was a nightclub. Yeah. So – it was like crazy yes. all the time, but <laughs> but no, it was like a great experience. I, I met so many people from that, uh, and I learned a lot from that more than anything. So yeah, yeah, that's the, crazy. The Good. dudes from uh, Throwing Fits, that podcast, they yeah. that's like that was their spot. They were always in there. Yo, and it's, and it's crazy. I've only been to the store portion. Like I've yeah, I've never been. Period. I never got a chance to go out there when I when I was up uh, there. Oh wow, yeah. you would have enjoyed it. that's crazy so so dialing back a little bit so like what was your first major like like booking per se like it could have been like maybe just like a like a very experienced model or maybe a celebrity or um a concert venue what was your first like boom give me two seconds i'm gonna be right back okay (laughs) no yeah, yeah you're good you're good um wow so, that's crazy yeah yeah the legendary kinfolk yeah kinfolk crazy a great placement working with um you know tash from very rare the music group mm-hmm. uh our production group um and then drum so first magazine complex with asap rocky on the cover zoe kravitz on the back mm-hmm. uh, one second basically they were doing a uh an interview on uh, Virginia, mm. Virginia is for rap, of course, and lovers too. Right. Um, but no, I got a few placements down oh, here with wow. drums, and then very rare above. This was like super big for me because uh, you know, 
I'm pretty sure you guys can say this yourself, like coming from Virginia, you see everything from the outside and it's just like, how, how do you even get in that place mm. or like reach a point where you have that, those contacts, you know, and just in general and, um, right. able to accomplish that was something that was really, really big for me. And it was crazy cause I didn't think I was going to be able to get a copy of this. And I finally found a copy of it. Thank God. Um, it's a little, it's a little roughed up now, but, um, yeah, this was like my very first placement for sure. That's it. Wow. That's, wow. That's, that's sick. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool, man. So when you are in the stew, you know, just absolutely cooking, what, what's your process? Like, how do you, how do you edit? How do you, how do you pick the photos? How do you edit? Like, what's really like your, your driving force behind all that stuff? Um, for me, uh, uh, very big thing is lighting. Um, so honestly, before I even get to the computer, a lot of times I already know, like, yo, this is this picture right here. At when I took it, like, I felt something in my heart. This is going to be one of the great pictures for me. Um, but yeah, so like, imagine me being in a studio, always just you know, just scope it out and see how it looks. Like, if there's like an open window, do I have artificial light? And um, I'll always bring a flash with me as well. Um, like in certain scenarios, I may end up having a shoot with someone who doesn't have proper lighting. The first thing that I, I feel comfortable doing is like bouncing light off the ceiling, especially if you got a white ceiling, it'll kind of um, mm-hmm. bounce off the walls and go throughout the entire room. So I can still have a decent shot or whatever. But honestly, like I, I'm a super big fan of natural lighting. Like if you catch me in a studio, it's probably a huge window behind me or to the left of me. Um, but yeah, and then going back into the selection process, one of my big things is seeing an image that like just kind of I gravitate towards too. I don't try to look too hard on my pictures a lot of times because I feel like I'm almost like micromanaging myself where, and I, I know that sounds crazy, but I don't, I already put so much hard work on my back sometimes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll send my stuff to clients to just get their opinion. And if there's stuff that they like, I'll be like, cool. And then I'll look through them again and I'm, I'll be like, Hey, I think this picture's better. So a lot of times I try to like work with a client just to, uh, see what suits them best and give them my true opinion as well. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I just, I just looked at my pictures and if I like it, I like it. Truthfully. I feel like I'm like talking and trying to walk myself in a circle right now. But truthfully, like if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. That's a a real approach. I mean, really like, I think that's how real artists do it. You know, pretty much. Yeah. They just feel it in their heart and that's it. That's the one reality. Yeah. Um, So when it comes to, do you have, I mean, do you have a different approach when you're shooting? Like, for instance, like when you're when you're at something of water, or just like when you're shooting there, and then, but just also just concert venues. Like, do you have a different approach when you're shooting at concerts versus in studio versus when it comes to maybe like a major celebrity, like your photographer? Like, what do you have like a different approach, or is it like a similar approach when it comes to like all three's kind of? So when it comes to concerts, honestly, it's. Sometimes it's like a free for all. Mm-hmm. You kind of get in where you fit in sometimes. But as I've progressed, I've learned that, like, you know, if I'm shooting a concert and I'm at something in the water, uh, I just try to gauge how far I am from the uh, 
the stage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like it, it'll allow me to understand what type of lens I'm supposed to use. Am I supposed to use a 7200? Can I use a uh, 24 to 70? Um, I really, really like using the 7200 at a, a good distance away. Um, because you're getting a really, really sharp image as, you know, of course, if you have your proper settings and everything and it's fast enough to kind of capture that movement within, uh, the artist still, um, I know there's one photo that I did take, uh, I think it was, what was it? What was the concerts that they had, uh, at the amphitheater, uh, Shagfest, um, Travis Scott was there one year, I believe. And when I mean, I was like right under him, like it was like, like I have a video on my phone still. Like it was like so crazy, but I had a um, what did I have? I, I think I had a, a thirty-five millimeter actually. And when I mean like he he just started jumping up and down. He had the the uh, mic stand in his hand, and it like I said, it, it really just kind of happens sometimes. Um, being in the right spot at the right time. Uh, but outside of music, um. As far as like shooting portraits, my main thing is to have the subject very comfortable, mm-hmm. um, kind of like in their natural habitat, especially now, like when I'm familiar face series. Um, yeah, it's just really like talking to who I'm working with and understanding them, allowing them to feel comfortable enough to just kind of be themselves and just act naturally. Uh, and then of course, like, and including great lighting with that as well too uh just like kind of mashing it all together um and truthfully like sometimes it, it doesn't work out um that's one thing i learned sometimes it's hit or miss i'm not gonna say sometimes it's hit or miss it's just like sometimes you're just not feeling it you know yeah, they yeah. even they they might love the pictures mm. But you're just not feeling it in that moment and it's just like this doesn't look good to me and sometimes you just got to go back and reschedule simple as that come back harder the next time um and i know some people will be like no if you're a great photographer you'll find the shot right man i stress myself out yeah i I know for myself i've been in like shoots where like at that moment maybe like immediately after we're done shooting and like i look at the shot to my camera and i'm like on the camera like right then and there and i'll be like wow they look pretty good and then i want to get home or like a few days after they actually send it to me through email, I'm looking through it. I'm like, ah, it's not, not really, yeah. hidden, you know. It happens. It really happens, and then like that's it, it sucks, especially like when you're like trying to do a, a important shoot or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and those instances, you know, you kind of push through it, mm-hmm. but like it happens sometimes. Like, and yeah, yeah. It, simple as that. It happens sometimes. You can't be great all the time. So I'm glad you brought up something. So and I definitely wanted to talk about it in this interview for sure. You brought up your familiar faces project, and I definitely wanted to talk about that and key in on that. Um, how did that come about as far as like starting the project, but then also like the whole direction behind it as far as like every time you're shooting, you kind of giving them more so like or interviewing them in a sense like not just only just taking like photos of them. Like what was the whole direction behind that and the start of that? Um, so post Kinfolk, uh, I just, you know, went full-time photography, uh, things were going really well. And of course, like COVID was like right around the corner. So I had like a few months in between. Um, I really just wanted to work on a project for myself. Um, I never really had 
took the opportunity to like have my own passion project mm-hmm. and, and you know I just kind of sat down and thought hard like what what do I like what do I want to do um and I, I remember back in the day uh I always used to look like on high snobody and they always used to you know just like interview just models and things like that and mm-hmm. I was like they stopped doing it and I was like why, why would they stop doing this this is like cool this is great like I was learning from people um and I almost took that and tried to figure out how I could uh, implement my own ideology to it. Mm. And something that I, I dealt with my entire life and became more uh, prominent being in New York, not knowing anyone, was just like social anxiety. Um, and with that, I kind of put it all together and basically how my interview process works is I will reach out to somebody who I think is doing a really great job at what they're doing, who's really genuine, Mm -hmm. um, who may or may not have like social anxiety too. And a lot of times I try to uh, shoot people that I, I haven't met. So I like have to like do research and stuff before. Um, but yeah, just to kind of give you the whole social anxiety aspect of it, uh, imagine being on on Instagram and you're a young kid and you're seeing all these people. They're they're traveling. They're shooting your favorite artists uh, um, and making all these cool posts and getting all these likes or whatever. That person that you're looking at, I want to shoot them because it's just like I, I want you to know and understand that you can do the exact same thing that they did and. Mm they were in your position at one point in life too. So by me working with that artist, I feel like it cuts down on any envy, any jealousy, um, and showing them that, like I said, once again, you can do it too. Uh, so the questions that I'll ask is they're really, really vague, honestly, but kind of deep at the same time. It's just trying to pull that person's path. Mm-hmm. Um, Figuring out what they did to get to this position, figuring out some of their hardships, figuring out um, some of the happiest moments of their life, uh, figuring out who they are to themselves versus like, oh, I'm this photographer, but truthfully inside, I'm just like a person with social anxiety and I don't know how to interact with people sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, But yeah, so basically I, I, I pick a person. Um, and I don't even send them, I don't even ask them the questions in front of them. I just send them the questions through email. So it's not like, Oh, I'm down your back. I'm right here right now. You got to answer these questions. Um, Um, but so they can take their time and, uh, really think about it. I always tell them, I just, even, even if, even if, uh, it seems a lot extra to do this, but I'm gonna be like, add some stuff, substance in there. Make, make me really understand what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So everybody else can understand, um, your standpoint. Uh, and as far as shooting, you know, I reach out and I'm just like, Hey, uh, are you comfortable shooting in your studio? Are you comfortable shooting your home? Like what places do you feel comfortable at? And I, you know, put them in that area and excuse me. Uh, and you know, just simply photograph them, talk to them. Um, I might have like uh, an assistant with me or something really, not really an assistant, just one of my good friends where just, you know, I I don't create like a a photo shoot scene. I just create natural. We're here, we're chilling, blah, blah, blah. And, and don't get me wrong. In some cases, like, Hey, you might 
see me outside and uh, I'm, I am shooting someone in a specific area. But, you know, it just depends on the person sometimes. Um, right. But, yeah, you know, I'll capture the shoot and uh, look through the photos, edit the photos, um, and then send them back to them, see, you know, get their opinion on everything. And then from there, I'll put the, the uh, answers together. And I'll, you know, send it to my close friends or whatever. And like, hey, what do you guys think? Do you guys see any grammatical errors? You know, you always got to check on that. Yeah, you always got to do that double check. Yeah. Yo, I'll tell you what, though. You are Um, pretty much doing this podcast for us. You are giving us so much good. Yeah, good, for real, yeah. man. Like, it's been, we haven't had to say anything. You're bro, just going off. You're going off, dude. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Like Yo, question. <laughs> question. Can you can you hear my stomach growling? Because in my own mic, I'm hearing my stomach growling. Can you don't hear that, dude? I can hear it. Uh, I'm you should have ate some before you came. I here, know, man. dude. I blew it. I had a banana before I came here at least. <laughs> oh, I can't. Um, so I guess um, now it's. Uh, oh no no no! no so, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go no no no. Okay. So I definitely want to say one of my favorite familiar faces projects. Oh, as far as like people you've had in it so far, uh, and I think it's been your latest one, uh, the one you did with Jinx from Complex. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because like I've been like for the last few years, been like would watch Complex like videos on YouTube and everything, and he was one of the main people as far as like him, Emily Ober, Emily Ober uh, Sean Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it was like wow, like it was dope. And then. Um, reading the interview you had between him and then just like seeing his responses to certain things was just like wow it's really eye-opening but um yeah that's what been one of my favorites so far let me tell you about jinx man so you know of mm-hmm. course growing up everybody's like all oh, these complex people these blah 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 people they probably just like dickheads or whatever right, and all right, that right, stuff right. and you know of course you never meet them or anything right. and at that moment when i thought about that i had a shoot with uh somebody uh who works for complex and uh I was just like, yo, tell me about Jinx a little bit. And then he told me, he was like, man, that's an amazing dude or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. So I reached out to him and um, he was open to shooting from having a familiar face to shoot with me. Wow. And what I mean, dude was amazing. And I mean, we were able to connect on, on mentally on a musical level. Like he's like a big fan of like, you know, of course, Virginia music. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's an amazing dude. So down to earth. Uh and being able to like kind of really sit and have a conversation with him was like it was it was prime for sure. So would you like, say he was your favorite person to work with? My favorite person to work with. Yeah. Oh man, truthfully, that's that's really tough. Like I honestly, I really enjoy working with honestly everybody I shoot with. I'll say this one specific person. Um, my really really good friend Megan. Uh, She's probably she has probably been one of my favorite people to work with because she got to see me transition from Virginia to New York and she's like helped me along the way, honestly. Um Yeah, like I I would definitely give it up for for uh for Megan. She she's been she's like a second mom to me, truthfully. Oh, shout out uh, Megan, man. Shout and, out Megan. And, and, and well, I'm not gonna say yet because this is coming soon. You just you guys gonna have to wait. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but like, she's seen you in like both spectrums, just from like growing up, well, just like shooting and being you in Virginia, but then also seeing your growth and transforming into new, like, uh, converting to New York. Like, yeah, that's definitely uh, that's definitely dope, man. So, yeah. um, what do you what brands do you think I hear that do a good job? What brands do you uh, what brands do you like? Man, like. So a small, small story. I, 
I've like grown to like hate and love fashion mm. as the entirety. Uh, one because like moving here, I just always saw like it was everybody was just trying to cool guy the next person right. and like who's the coolest and all this stuff. You got to do this to be in this place or wear this to look like that or whatever. And that kind of created social anxiety for me, like being out on the scene and stuff like that. And I've like somehow managed to grow like some type of, not, not like full on hate, but like, I just feel weird towards fashion. I don't, I try not to allow that to like truly like cloud my judgment. Um, when it comes to like, you know, having, uh, favorite brands, but, um, yeah, man, that's another thing for me with social anxiety, just like trying to navigate that other side of the world. Um, Cause I've never found you to be like a, like a, like a, like a, a capital F fashion guy. Yeah, but like yeah. a like a flashy person. Yeah. So like you look like, very like subtle when it comes to, especially when it comes to fashion or just like what I've seen. Like you're very like humble, very subtle. Like there's not like too much going me, on. I like, just. Like, don't get me wrong. I know how to dress, oh, but, course, like, I just, like, and I love to keep it simple. Like, yeah. I know it's a thing that's in, but, like, wearing dickies, it's super simple. I oh, wear them. Yeah. I wear them to work. I wear them out. I wear them to a photo shoot. Uh, I wear them to shoot a wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel, or maybe I not that, to shoot a wedding, but. Uh, understatement is the best statement, I think, when it comes to clothing. Right. You know? Mm. Um, and yeah, I just like, I really like to keep it simple, simple colored palettes. Um, it's funny because like, I'll look at my closet sometimes and it's just like, thank you. You kind of need some more pieces, yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll splurge and get small pieces here and there. Um, oh, you know what? One thing I can say, I am a super fan of Stussy. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Stussy, yes, yes. Stussy bus. They've been, they've been killing it lately. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Anything else you're thinking? A ton of pieces right now. Um, but well, yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm also not and even close. Like, what's some of your like favorite things like right now, like other than fashion, like right. whether it's like music or uh, just what kind of like what kind of like food are you eating? Like what kind of yeah. water are you drinking? What kind like? of coffee mug you using? You know? Yeah, like stuff like that. And truthfully, I, I just got a, a little simple purifier in my my fridge. <clears throat> Always drinking filter water, keep it clean. Um, even though they say New York has the cleanest water, I don't trust that. Um, <laughs> what food am I eating? Well, I just go with my favorite food. Look, you can you you know shrimp. Gotta love some shrimp. Yeah. Yep. Good old shrimp. <laughs> I'm a big seafood fan. Uh, oh man, what else do I? I I'm actually a, a really big fan of rice too. Yeah, um, okay. brown rice like just simple white rice simple honestly rice. i'll eat all types of rice but like mm. i love some good white rice from a chinese store put some soy sauce on it okay. it just it just be it's different. next level with some shrimp too yeah. what <laughs> it's different hey it's different so like um, so like like going into food like like do you have like a favorite spot in new york currently you like to go to it can be either small um like hole in the wall it can be like high-end restaurant like what are your like what's your like favorite spot to go to right now in new york so like originally it was a place called vapiano 
and it was just a pasta spot. It was like, you know, nothing crazy, super simple, but it was really good. Mm. And uh, I honestly haven't ate there in probably like two years, and I've been living here for almost three now. So that's kind of like fell off the radar for me. Um, As of late, uh, there's this place uh, around the block called Peaches, and it's just like southern cuisine uh, they have really really good like a like a cheddar grits uh, their brunch is amazing um everything they make there is amazing i had like a salmon burger from there uh yeah no it's really good um I'm trying to think what else um there's this place called quinoa kitchen that i was eating a lot when i was at kinfolk uh, it'll be like a, I'll either get quinoa or brown rice with a, like a huge piece of salmon, um, that used to hit for sure. Yeah, uh, like salmon is like definitely my favorite right now. <laughs> definitely. Salmon, quinoa for sure. You yeah. Will you, Kenny, bro, Kenny will eat quinoa, put some spinach in there and some, <laughs> and some craisins and be like, yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna go for a run later. So I'm trying to carbo load. Facts. Say it again, Kenny. He he loves like quinoa and and spinach oh. and craisins. I was saying, I was saying, how do you eat your spinach? Oh, how do I eat my spinach? Well, oh, both of y'all. I eat it raw. I raw dog it. Raw? Just leafy, leafy greens, baby. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can eat it raw. Yeah, yeah. I say raw. Throw it in some pasta. Throw it in a smoothie. You can do anything <laughs> with spinach. Hey. Um, I'm more. I'm more of an arugula daddy though. I prefer arugula. I got that peppery yeah. taste. You know what's crazy? I don't. I feel like I've had arugula. You you definitely I, have had arugula. I've definitely had arugula before. Yeah. Um, but no, I there was a point in time where I used to eat my spinach raw. Um, I just like put oil on it yeah. a little bit. Mm. Um, but now like I'll you know I'll cook it. Uh, I'll have like a huge bag and then I'll cook all of it and then, you know it just shrinks up. Um, that, yeah, that's why I'll, I don't. That's why I don't cook spinach because it's like you think you're about to cook some spinach, you cook it down. It's like you mm-hmm. you don't have anything. That's why I eat it raw. But yeah, no, nah, I'll throw some uh, pepper up there, a little bit of salt, keep it super simple, and I'll like eat it with, uh, honestly, any, any meal. Wow. So so I could definitely got to ask this, because we're getting to a close for our uh, interview today. Um, is there any specific brands, people? Um, Said Stussy. Yes, definitely Stussy, for sure. Um, is there anybody, as far as like, is your dream to like shoot? Um, in the near future, whether it's like later this year or down the line, like, is there any, is there that dream brand, dream, like collab, collab or dream person to shoot with? Um, and then also like, uh, what do you see as far as like for the future for yourself? And also when it comes to just overall your wealth of life, but also, um, photography, like where do you see yourself down the line in a few years and so? Uh, so just to answer that question quickly, I, um, Honestly, I really, really, really want to build on familiar faces and I want to, whether it's on uh, my own personal platform or uh, a bigger platform, I want to be able to utilize that to really expand and really uh, show other people's stories to people that are trying to get to a new point in life. Um, like I want to do like, like small merch, like every blue moon. Um, Mm. I definitely want to create a book. Um, not really sure how I want to do it yet. Uh, I I was actually working on a book um, during quarantine, but Mm. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a sponsor for it before I really, uh, completely finish it. Uh, 
but yeah, as far as love life, I am in a relationship. Uh, more or less, um, you might as well call me a family man. I got a my puppy here. Yeah, I see. I looked at your Instagram. I see you're a dog dad. You got a cute dog, man. He was just sleeping, but <laughs> kind of dog is it? You said what? what kind of dog is he? It's a Yorkie poo. Yorkie. I want a bigger dog. Yeah, but yeah. I love him to death. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Milo. He Milo. just turned one last week. Oh, happy birthday, dude! Happy birthday, my G. <laughs> That's enough. Um, <laughs> That's enough. But, uh, yeah. Um, as far as a dream person, I really want to work with. Um, Honestly, I'm a really, really big fan of Anderson Pack, and I, I didn't mm. technically work with him. He was at something in the water, and I did get to shoot him, which was like perfect for me. Um, but I would love to like kind of like work with him on a project or something, or even if it's just like, oh, I shot him for this cover or uh, spread in this magazine. Um, yeah, and you know, eventually, I want to kind of bring it all back and kind of have a studio in Virginia so I can help people in Virginia as well. Um, oh, and, and you know, I, I'll have to say this too, like outside of Anderson Pack, like sign me up with Pharrell. Like, oh, of course. Ooh, I think course. that's a given. Of course. Yeah, it's a given. Like without a doubt, um, like I ain't never seen somebody so cool in my life. Like yeah. <laughs> just grow up in Virginia, just driving to the beach, listen to the clips, Pharrell. It was uh, like, yeah, I'll never forget that. I'm sure you guys won't either. You will not. No. I was listening to Mr. Me Too on the way over here. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Wow, man. Amazing. So, yeah, man, it's it's truly been a pleasure to have you on today, man. Um, Man, it's yeah, really guys. been really great to have you on, get your perspective on a lot of things when it comes to photography um, and overall just life as well. Um, It's definitely just been a true pleasure and I definitely wish you the best success um, within the near future, um, down the line, just in general. I wish you the best success. Um, and yeah, man, it was just a true pleasure to have you when, on. Uh, I think once COVID is over, we're going to take a Vanity Ultra trip up up there. So uh, we'll have to link up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. We be sick of COVID. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact, man. Um, well, man, this is, yeah. the, this is the end of episode eight. Uh, with our special guest, Quentin Felder. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. You guys have a great one. See you later, man.